Friday, October 29, the 302nd day of 2021. There are 63 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105 on Litchfield's country station, 1039 The Moose. Live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast on Facebook, apparently, here about any moment on YouTube, on Twitter Connect, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We will get you ready for the season, regular season finale of Cougar football. We'll have uh, that and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the No. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's me. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. Um, not really hearing everything. You're not. No. Yeah. Well, we have to figure out your uh, your headphones over but there, I'm good. but uh, everything seems to be working okay on this side. So we'll figure it out in a moment. Um, you're uh, awfully festive today. You're I am. Uh, you're all lit up. What are those Disney? Are those Mickey head jack o' lanterns? Yes. Okay, that's looking well, really good. Very so festive. The middle daughter. Bought them for the youngest daughter. Uh huh. Well, and she didn't. And they were left abandoned, so you yes. went in and scooped them yeah. up and said, They're "These nice, will be mine." Right? I mm-hmm. can't blame you for that. Sounds uh, sounds good to me. By the way, um, I know about a month from now, Advent actually gets underway. Believe it or not, and there are some new Advent calendars out this year, including Star Wars. Also, there's one for The Office, and there's an Advent calendar for Friends. Oh. Would you like to have one of those or multiple ones of those? Well, I would definitely go with friends. Okay, well, you better be ordering one now if you want to have one <laughs> a month from now when Advent gets underway. He is the five-time winner of the coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee. He's covering every corner of the globe, London, Moscow, Paris, and even Litchfield. He's Sam Gormley and the sports. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? Um, um did I leave out Danville? Do you have Danville this yes, weekend? Yes, okay, so Danville tomorrow. Danville and Litchfield. Because today's a big anniversary for Center. It it's is? It's the anniversary of the C6H0 when they had the upset over Harvard 100 years ago today, which many feel is the greatest upset in college football I history. He- I was hearing about that earlier. That's yeah, the uh, 100th anniversary of it. Yeah. Did they Were they still playing with a peach basket then, though? <laughs> well, Harvard hadn't lost a game in like three years. Yeah. Uh, center was going in a heavy underdogs. You know the Vegas lines were were skewed very much in Harvard's favor, and the praying colonels, as they were called then, came away with a win. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, uh, yeah, sounds, big anniversary. Sounds ferocious. <laughs> praying oh, colonels. Yeah, there's nothing more terrifying. Uh, you like my Halloween costume, Sam? 
It's the most terrifying <laughs> thing I've ever seen. I went with uh, Vince Merrow this year. You might think that oh. I might be Mark Stoops, but I went with v- I Vince Merrow. I thought you were a little today. closer to Mark Stoops. Nope. Um, no, I'm shaped more like Vince Merrow uh, <laughs> than, than, than shaped like Mark Stoops. Plus, after the big get yesterday by Vince Merrow on getting Dane Key uh, to commit to the Cats, I think the big dog deserves a little love today. So uh, congrats to the Cats on that. Talk more about it a little bit later. The um want to give you a couple things before we get to the weather. One, the 6,000 block of Highway of Kentucky 79, north of Caneyville, that's going to be near Sinks Road, is closed for uh, one to two hours. Transportation cabinets uh, let us know that's uh, coming down. I presume this. I'm just this is complete conjecture on my part, but I know that Sinks Road is at the base of Ferry Hill, and Ferry Hill can be dangerous to all types of vehic- uh, vehicular traffic. But a tanker uh, semi overturned. In and that it's area. supposedly leaking some fuel. Right. So that's going to be. And then under these nasty conditions today, it makes it even more difficult. And then I want to uh, also from the jump say uh, good morning uh, and best of luck to the Cougar Marching Band. They have a huge weekend ahead of them. They'll be headed out tomorrow to Bourbon County High School in Paris for prelims tomorrow morning. And then I'm going to be at the ready. I- I'll have a big dilemma tomorrow afternoon. Mm-hmm. If they make finals. Do I make a mad dash to Lexington? Like, maybe get in the truck. We're going to Lexington because the Cougar Band made finals, and I can't miss it. Mm-hmm. But so. I'll be in. I'll be near Lexington then. Well, then you just you just hover. Yeah, until you find out, you hover until we until we know one way or another. Well, as long as they're done by like they don't go on. I'd have I'd, the earliest I could be in Lexington would be five o'clock. Sam, I'm so. Oh yeah, it'll be after five o'clock. Thanks. I'm so confident. That you might as well just go ahead and book your hotel room in Lexington. Do I send you the bill? Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure do. do, 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 do. I, I, it's going to happen. So, I mean, might as well just get used to it. Spotty showers today will be increasing tonight. By the way, the, our showers have not been very spotty this morning. There's <laughs> been, been, they, have been, they have been absent the spotty. It's been pretty consistent. Well, and I they will it be, continues to be... Uh, <laughs> This and then it just goes away. You by hope about it six increases o'clock. in spottiness as and then, the day goes on. And then about six o'clock it stops. I think the inverse of that is supposed to happen, Sam. Increasing tonight, and we'll see back to spotty showers for tomorrow. But if tomorrow is supposed to be spotty, then I, I don't know what to make of it. Looks nice for Halloween. Uh, sunshine in 60s during the day, 50s for the trick-or-treat hours if you're doing that on uh, Sunday, if you're going to Treat Street or some of the various things that are happening this weekend. Then next week we'll feature a few waves of rain moving in. At the same time, colder air will be sinking south. So um, could be... Uh, could be a dynamic week weather-wise next week. We'll see off and on showers today. Rain chance 80%, 63 is the high, 52, and 80% chance of rain tonight. And tomorrow, showers and drizzle. Rain chance 60% and a high of 57 is what you can expect. Kentucky's Attorney General Daniel Cameron is joining other um, other attorney generals with 20 of his counterparts from uh, around the other states uh, in the country, and they are sending a letter to President Biden challenging the administration's mandatory vaccination requirement for federal contractors. The attorneys general write in the letter that the mandate stands on shaky legal grounds, is propped up by inconsistent federal directives, and requires compliance of an unworkable timeline in the midst of a supply chain crisis. We're, here's where the here's where some of the legal challenges may come. Is in partly is in the word fully vaccinated. 
because fully vaccinated is a big misnomer if they if they add boosters. If you turn in, if every year you you if every year for whatever reason you're going to need a booster, because they're already talking about okay you need one now. Would you need one again next year or seasonally? I don't know. So the compliance with these directives, what actually is fully vaccinated, and so I you know two a month ago I would have told you I was. But now I don't know if I am because do I need a booster, et cetera. So there is some murkiness to this as well. And then there's going to be a real showdown. Today is a big deadline in New York City where you've got the New York uh, New York City government mandating that all their firefighters from N- uh, NYFD are vaccinated by, I think, 5 p.m. today or they got to, well, 20% of them say they're not. And so are they going to fire 20% of their firefighters? Are you going to tell the citizens of New York where with the density, the population density they have, we think, oh, 20%, that's one-fifth. That's not that much. I doubt there are lots of firefighters sitting around in New York City doing nothing to where they can just send 20% of them home. One out of every five, you can send them home. So what happens there? Someone has to flinch. You know, someone has to say, if you if you threaten, if you made this threat, are you going to follow through on your threat? And so uh, we'll be interesting to watch how that unfolds in the coming days, because that might be an indication of how it happens across the rest of the country in various theaters. COVID-19 numbers, uh, 1,711 new cases reported by the state of Kentucky yesterday and 33 new deaths. So number both numbers jumped back up a little bit yesterday, but... Um, we saw uh, now 9,717 deaths in Kentucky. The positivity rate did jump down to 5.17% from 5.56, so hopefully we get under 5 over the weekend. There are 861 people hospitalized. That's down 8 from Wednesday. 271 on, in ICU, that's down 5. And 144 on ventilators, that's down one. Now, the governor did say yesterday we have there's a chance that in two to three weeks we could be at a really good place, but he's encouraging people to, you know, if you qualify for a booster to get one, if you've not been vaccinated yet uh, and you are ready to do that, then uh, proceed. But also a little bit of we did we did some uh, candy calculus earlier this week. I was glad I wasn't here that day. There was some vaccination calculus that happened, and so Kentucky got a little bit of bad news. Some of the COVID-19 vaccine data for Kentucky was counted twice. So using the Bugs Bunny School of Accounting. uh, So an estimated 431,100 total vaccine doses will be removed from the federal database for Kentucky, including about 252,000, so a quarter of a million first doses. So as a result, the percentage of Kentuckians who have received at least a first dose will drop 56 uh, to 56 or 57 percent, which is down from 62 percent. Remember when we when we marveled at some of the more recent strides that we thought we had make when we were hovering at 47 or so, and then within a few days, the numbers started to suddenly look better. And we thought, well, what to make of this? Well, This is like the episode of Andy Griffith when Opie brings home an outstanding report card. But come to find out, a mistake was made in the classroom by his teacher, and Opie did indeed not get uh, all all straight A's. And so, yeah, 
We didn't get straight A's, Sam. Yeah, it's a, it's a little disappointing. But if you the, the positive news is is that the the vaccine clinic yesterday I was reading that they had over four hundred thirty vaccines yes. distributed yesterday by the Grayson County Health Department. And my uncle Hub reports that it was very smooth and it was uh, well good. executed and all that. So it's good to hear. We this has been bubbling for a couple of days, but I, we've not waded into the hazard high school <laughs> controversy this week. Um, where do you begin? Yeah, I'm not really sure. There's so much going on in that part of the state. Six oh six. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's uh, thank goodness that yeah, and, and, we can. Pull. And, and like KSR said, it's not even the craziest story that came out of yeah, the six oh six. That's true. There's <laughs> lots of things going on this week that we could we could drill down on. But this one at, at Hazard High School, if you if you're not familiar, they had a what's called a man pageant and costume day, and. During Red Ribbon Week, in a lot of schools, there are special events that are going on. We've been participating in them, and, you know, it's been a tradition here in our community for a long time. But you can take things too far, and Hazard High School has taken things too far, where they had boys dressed up in girls' underwear performing lap dances on teachers, including the principal. Now, I'm not a prude. You forgot one of the more important parts, though. The principal, who also happens to be the mayor. The mayor, yes. Well, <laughs> yes. It's just it just makes it poor. <laughs> poor judgment knows no boundary in that regard. There are so many things. Have oh you not goodness. seen this? And no. then they had really? and then they had young ladies wearing costumes similar to that restaurant where cheerleaders serve owl. A wing restaurant. A wing restaurant where people go to serve watch TV. <laughs> yes, that their mascot is an owl, <clears throat> orange colored, who were <clears throat> celebrating by apparently carrying mugs of what appeared to be beer. And so, the photographs, the photography, and maybe even video—I don't know—but proof of these events in a. Um, assembly, right? This is it was this a pep is, rally. I yeah, think, this is the thing. school assembled in the gym, and this happens. And so again, I, I like I'm not a prude. I you know I think think things are are funny. If something's funny, I laugh at it, etc. But the fact that they willingly put this out for the world to see shows a level of tone deaf. Like it's not just that they did it. Because some people say, well, they're just kids having fun. Hey, lap dances and high school students don't go together no matter who the gender is. Yeah, because they were doing lap dances on the principal. Yes, who were smiling and laughing. So I'm not telling you that we wouldn't have concocted some type of scheme like this when I was a 15, 16, and 17-year-old. But I would hope there were educators and leaders there putting a stop to it saying this is inappropriate especially in the year 2021 and so i don't know you know jacqueline coleman our lieutenant governor is an educator and uh you know they're looking into it, the kentucky department of education and it's just i i don't know i mean i understand a lot of people say oh it's just kids being kids no it's not hey kids being kids doing pranks and turning a pig loose in a hallway is one thing or you know uh uh, solo cups full of water blocking a doorway that that that's kids being kids but you cannot you cannot celebrate exotic dance 
and simulated beers in mugs in a student assembly in a high school. Well, can't do it. And I, I guess I'm glad that I did not see that because I have strong feelings. But Sam just showed me some photos, and that is terrible. You wouldn't what, let young women do that. When I saw it, I it was kind of one of those things that oh, this can't be real. Yeah, I thought it was. It I thought it was. Yeah, because I mean, like my home. I mean, our homecoming pep rallies were huge at my high school, but we'd never, never go to the. I mean, that length. I mean, we'd always have themes, but it. I know my class, we'd always pick USA as a theme. Yeah. And it's like, that's pretty, you know, and you'd have a guy maybe come out in jorts or something, or you know, but nothing that would be. Listen, there's good, clean fun. And I understand that you and I, not you and I, Sam, but me and someone else might differ on what we consider clean. Because I've heard some of you talk in some of the ways that you act, and if you think you're being clean, then yes, we definitely have a, a difference in opinion on what is clean. But someone has to be the adult. Someone has to be someone has to be the voice of reason and go, is this a good look? Like we're letting we're we think this is funny because it's young men that are doing these um erotic dances. But it, if you switch the roles, you wouldn't let young women do this. And so just because it's the wrong gender doesn't make it funny. But you've got teachers and leaders there that are just laughing along. Just, it's weird. It's just, I don't. And I know from what it's, I was reading, it's a tradition. That's a weird tradition. Yeah. Governor Bashir is calling upon Congress to pass the bipartisan infrastructure bill quickly, saying Kentucky would have numerous benefits in a variety of areas and would improve Kentucky's current C-minus grade on an infrastructure report card. So this Build Back Better plan that the Biden administration is really trying to shoehorn in, um, it would impact Kentucky in ways with over $4.7 billion over five years to replace roads and bridges, uh, $650 million on water infrastructure, $100 million on high-speed Internet. So in addition to the $1 million grant we got, the infrastructure bill would have $100 million in the uh, and you uh, residents could also apply for the affordable connectivity fund, which would help supplement some of the expenses in that. Uh, Three hundred ninety-one million dollars on public transportation funding, two hundred four million over five years to improve airports, which doesn't seem like a whole lot of money when you're talking about big airports. Uh, Twenty million dollars to protect against wildfires, et cetera, et cetera. So it, sounds it, like some of the projects that. Uh, the Brent Spence Bridge should be it, at the it, top it, of the top of the as list. Th- if it didn't matter what politician came up there and said, "I'll fund that," they'd get every vote in Northern Kentucky. Well, you had one guy who came up there and said he'll fund it, but then he wanted to put a toll on it to get paid back, and that yeah. might have cost him the governor's office. <laughs> yeah, they. Uh, well, it, it's just, and I think most Northern Kentuckians have accepted that a toll is more than likely going to be that what has to. There's a toll in Louisville. Yeah, so, and know. I think that right now it's the argument between Kentucky and Ohio because the border technically goes all the way to, like, the banks of the Ohio on the Ohio side of it, Kentucky. It it's, does in most cases, uh-huh. you know. It, Kentucky and, owns it, the river, but yet it's called the Ohio River. Down at Henderson, Kentucky owns the river as well, mm-hmm. without a doubt. And I think – I'm not sure how it is in Louisville. But uh, Kentucky State Senate Dennis Parrott, Kentucky State Senator Dennis Parrott, says he has decided not to seek reelection. He represents the Elizabethtown area. He's a Democrat in his third term. Said it's time to shift his focus after his term – is up. Uh, he said health problems, that's number one. The main thing is slow down and spend more time with family and our four beautiful 
grandchildren. A Hartford felon has been jailed after firing a shotgun uh, at a passing vehicle and residence. Ohio County Sheriff Tracy Beatty said deputies responded to Mount Vernon Road, seven miles northeast of Hartford, to a report of a man firing a weapon at a moving vehicle and a neighboring home. Deputies made contact with 55-year-old Alan Schroeder and um, you know, basically taken in. He was arrested and charged, two counts of first-degree wanton endangerment. I also learned yesterday, I don't, I don't have an official report for you yet. I think we're waiting on uh, precise details from the sheriff's office, but it's my understanding that an arrest has been made of both the armed robber and the accomplice from the Sunday night quick-stop robbery in Caneyville. And my understanding there's also a connection to that Yeaman Road accident that we reported on earlier this week. So, again, sorting out all those details, but I expect to have that for you forthcoming. Tyson Foods is moving ahead with plans for a $355 million manufacturing operation that will create 450 full-time jobs in Bowling Green. The company will build the facility in the Kentucky Trans Park for production of Jimmy Dean and Wright brand bacon. When you buy Jimmy mm. Dean, you're actually buying from Tyson? I didn't know that. I'm not I sure I knew that. Jimmy Dean made bacon. Well, so for you, would it be sausage, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. That's right. right. Yeah, I would think sausage, too. Company leaders anticipate construction will be complete in late 2023. Uh, you know, out there on that part of town, you know, built that new interchange out there, and it's really uh, nice. And so It seems just, like every single time I drive by, there's a new big building that has been built yeah, in that transport. That's why they built it. I'm going to need them to build some type of convenience store out there at that new interchange where you turn and go. Because I don't want to have to go all the way in by Warren East if I need to stop or something. But I really want to mm-hmm. get on that feeder road to get mm-hmm. on I-65. So just a little just a little suggestion to some entrepreneurial I'll let, company. Uh, <laughs> I'll Maybe, let someone know. I bet there will be a Crossroads IGA there before too long. Oh, yeah. I hope you, so. you, just wait, uh, you just wait and see. Um what was I going to mention about that? Oh, yeah, about Tyson. Uh, GE announces a $450 million investment in Kentucky. The Appliance Park announced plans to add more than 1,000 jobs at its sprawling operations in Louisville as part of a $450 million investment to boost capacity and launch new products. Uh, you know, the Bashir administration taking a lot of credit for the economy of Kentucky being on fire. And I do think they deserve some credit. But... Moves like this are a long game. Moves like this happen over a four- and five-year period that help with recruitment, changes to right to work, uh, being a business-friendly state that where maybe we weren't before. And then the Bashir administration is helping score touchdowns. So there have been people who have marched the ball down the field, you know, have, have gone the long 90-yard drive, and it doesn't really matter who you hand it off to that gets to score. Everybody kind of shares in the credit. But there have been a lot of good news coming out of the business community the last few weeks. Really? Tyson, six, GE. The 65 corridor right there. Ford, yeah. Toyota. And so these are byproducts also of a 10-year-ago investment of widening I-65 to make it six total lanes, at least six lanes from border to border that just makes the ground very fertile for investment in uh, in our future, and so that's great. Jobless rate falls in 116 of Kentucky's 120 counties. That's good news. And uh, also, I've been laughing at the memes. The best meme I've seen so far is Melissa McCarthy on the jet ski, oh, I can't do, even. ready to do her Black Friday <laughs> shopping. 
because I've seen any of these yet. so the new memes are and um, my mother-in-law shared one yesterday it was people are like out on pool noodles and rafts off the coast of california ready for black friday where okay, they're gonna okay, okay, okay. swim yes, out this. to okay, the I've container ships because the, the things they want are on ships off the coast. But the best one is Melissa McCarthy on the jet ski. Oh, yeah. Melissa McCarthy on the jet ski. I mean, with that her, just gets me down. With her undersized life jacket. Yes. You know, trying to get like, out there. But it reminds me of this story. Hundreds of rolls of toilet paper were spilled onto a California highway. Uh, due to a traffic accident, this happened in San Leandro, California. Traffic was slowed due to an unusual hazard. Hundreds of rolls of toilet paper in the roadway. In the old days, you like if a money truck crashed, you know, and there was there were money flying through the air, people would be trying to grab it. But no, everybody was out of their vehicle. Like, oh, I've got to have these extra rolls of toilet paper. <laughs> Hopefully, one a day like today. Supply line shortage. Oh yeah, it would have been up. This has been a mess, wouldn't it? we got to get to a break. We'll come back. We're going to preview tonight's Cougar football game as they host Arch County. That's coming up. Hang around here on In the Know. Today is Hermit Day. It's also Internet Day today, and it is Cat Day today. I know you love your cat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> love her. Love her, love her, love her. Well, if I'm going to be a hermit, I do know uh, I want Internet. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, we, but I can do without it. the cat. Um, I did read this morning, too, that cats think that humans are non-hostile big cats. That doesn't surprise me. Cats don't think that humans are owners. They think they are non-hostile big cats. Well, cats think they own the humans. I told you. I told you at the top of the show, though. I'm I'm the big dog today. I, I you need your little Halloween bag. You need your bag of the chili cheese Fritos. It's Vince Marrow. See, always that's his. Somebody brings me some. I'll I'll probably uh, I'll probably eat some. Be better than the well, healthy choice I'm going to have for lunch. <laughs> Mark Stoops had the video where he had his sunglasses on and he tilted them down. Oh, yeah, I saw that yesterday, too. Yeah, it was a big celebration yesterday. Uh, November begins on Monday, so I want to prepare you properly. I know you just think it's all Thanksgiving all the time, but there are some other things in November that you can celebrate. Uh, In particular, Veterans Day Mm -hmm. is the 11th. We'll tell you about that. No Election Day this year, though. The entire month uh, is uh, Aviation History Month. Isn't it amazing how much better seemingly... There's not as much bickering because most of the COVID bickering and the vaccine bickering is out of the way, but there's not the underpinnings of an election. So you have to work pretty hard to fight with people right now is my point. This time last year was super easy to fight. Agreed? Mm, Yeah. Uh, November is Aviation History Month. I mean, if you choose to fight. National Adoption Awareness Month, National Epilepsy Month, Peanut Butter Lovers Month is November. You are a peanut butter lover. I am. Uh, week three of November is game and puzzle week. So mm-hmm. eat some There's peanut butter again. while you work a puzzle. Mm-hmm. Monday is All Saints Day. It's also Dios los Muertos. It's a two-day celebration that covers the first and the second. The second is All Souls Day. Sam, Tuesday is Devil Egg Day. Mm. <gasps> oh. So... Uh, Counting on you. It's also Sandwich Day. The fourth is King Tut Day. 
check your blood pressure day. National Saxophone Day is November 6th. It'll be a lot of hot sax that day. Veterans Day is on November 11th. Caregiver Appreciation on the 13th. Clean Your Refrigerator Day on the 15th. Just did that the other day, so we're good there. Take a Hike Day on the 17th. I don't know if that's really take a hike or when you tell people, I take a hike. The Great it American... might be a little cold to take a hike that day. Who knows? By then, it might be warm. Great American Smokeout is on November 18th. Beautiful Day on the 20th. Adoption Day on the 20th. Eat a Cranberry Day on the 23rd. Now, this one struck me as odd. November the 24th. All our uncles are monkeys day. Now, I'll be a monkey's uncle. I know that phrase. But how is it that all of our uncles are monkeys? Uh, it's not, I'll be a uncle's monkey. It's, I'll be a monkey's uncle. So I'm confused. I've never heard that before. Nor I, have I. I. Either, either way. That's why you've no, never I've, heard, I'll be a monkey's uncle? No. No, I've heard that one. I've never heard that. November 29th is Square Dance Day. And November 30th is Stay at Home Because You Are Well Day. So be prepared to plan accordingly. Tonight. It will be a, I predict it will be a soggy night at Cougar Stadium as the Hart County Raiders roll into town. Sam, are you excited? Um, yeah, because I get to stay in the press box the entire time. Huh. What? So I don't um, have to listen, don't have to get out and get there wet. Bring out another old time phrase. What in the John Brown's baby is going on here, Sam? I got like this fancy <laughs> sheet. That's what I use for every game, and I didn't have time to simplify it yesterday. Wow, do I need I need a Little Orphan Annie uh, secret decoder ring to <laughs> well, figure see, out what dumb, I'm supposed a, that's to? That's a dumbed-down version of that. There is, it is? Oh, yeah. There's, there are lots of hieroglyphics going on here that I don't know what, it's to, really easy to, understand. what to make of. Once you know what you're looking at, uh-huh. I guess it is. Left side's Hart County, right side's Grayson County. Okay, to the left, to the left. Mm-hmm. Everything in Hart County is to and the left. And then each has got me a category for quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, other some offensive factoids. It's the top, though, is kind of like the... The basic right. rundown of the game. All right, so that's my that's my eye offense is at the top of the page. Yeah, it's kind of like this is what's happening tonight. I got it. So the 2020 meeting was canceled Correct. between Hart County and Grayson County. I'm surprised. I didn't realize Hart, Grayson County's been a county for a long time. Hart County's been a county for a long time. And both counties have had a high school for a long time. Mm-hmm. But yet this will only be their sixth meeting. I find that hard to believe. Yes, and Grayson County's won all five previous, five that, to zero. That surprised me as well. Hart County has never defeated Grayson County in football. I just would have thought in throughout vars- the yeah, years. In varsity football, because I know that the first ever Grayson County football game I ever saw was a scrimmage at Hart County, and Hart County beat Grayson County. Okay, but not in varsity football Correct. and not in the regular season. Correct. Interesting. What do we know about Hart County coming in tonight? They're, Should we be... Should we be scared? Uh, they're pretty good this year. Are they? They're, they're having a good year. They're five and four, and they're going to run the ball. They're going to run the ball some more, and then guess what they're going to do after that? They're going to take a little break, have a drink of water, and run the ball some more. Correct. Got they okay. uh, average three hundred point seven yards per game, and, and and that total is second highest total in their class and the tenth highest total in the entire state. And the biggest challenge about them is that they have four running backs with pretty much 500 yards. So one running back, the fourth guy has 494. So he's six yards away from having four with 500. Okay. Dustin Butler, Jordan Bradley, Joshua Dan Crump, and Clark Rexroot. Okay. Those are your four running backs, and it's like they, hey, you never know which way the ball's going to go because they pretty much run the wing tee. Right. Got you. Um, now, what? any Cougar news to report? Coming at you know, 
Last week, you kind of have to throw last week out after, you know, As, I guess is what you would expect at Owensboro, but it was I, a rough I think night. you'd appreciate the question I asked Coach Jones after the game is, I said, you know, do you want your team to be a goldfish about this game? You know, have a 10-second memory and, and, and forget about it. Uh-huh. And he said that, you know, kind of, but... Uh, did he look at you like, did he know? Did he know? I, I referenced. I said, okay. I don't know if you've seen the show Ted Lasso or not, but be a goldfish. Just let him Just let him out there and just uh-huh. let him decide if he can field it or not. Uh-huh. It, it, he might... He might kick the ball around in the dirt if, unless you explain what it is. And he said that really you need to go through and pick out the good things and pick out the things. And he said, I think something along the lines of good teams expose you in areas that you need to improve on. So the question is, is how much have they taken those areas that they were exposed in last week to improve them into Hart County tonight? Because a week from tonight, they head back to Rash Stadium and play Owensboro one more time. Yeah. In the well, the answer to that question would be, I think, probably focused on defense a lot this week. Well, you would say that, but they had four four of Owensboro's touchdowns were uh, three defensive touchdowns and a special teams touchdown. Oh yeah. So That's you right. can yeah. read into that what take, you want. Take care but of the football. Take care of the football. Uh, but then again, you look at it; it's Owensboro. All right. You know? Well, it seems to be federal law this week that we must know how head football coaches feel about candy corn. So tonight. I will uh, I will trust that you will ask Brian Jones to weigh in on his stance on candy corn since we know how Mike Leach feels about it. If the Cougs pick up a win, I can definitely definitely pull out that question. <laughs> You're not about to ask, especially if they win 50-something to nothing like uh, Mississippi State won over, over, over Vanderbilt. 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 Anything, Cougar sports, anything else Cougar sports related we need to pass along? Volleyball lost in the regional quarterfinals on Monday. Uh, they lost to Ohio County 3-1. to one. Cross country team. They're also headed to Bourbon County tomorrow. They're racing in the uh, in their state championship. Well, bourbon for everybody. Correct. <laughs> As a Bourbon County just opened a brand new cross country park. I guess is the is the I don't know what the proper yeah. terminology is. Right. And they raced there last year because they tried to get the horse park, but the horse park had some rules that said about the amount of people that could come in. And then they said, "Hey, Bourbon County, you want to host?" And then everybody kind of really liked Bourbon County, and they were like, "Hey." It's a lot of money to host it at the horse parks. How about we just do Bourbon County? Well, in late breaking news, also at Hazard High School tomorrow, they'll actually be drinking bourbon, uh, <laughs> staff and students alike. <laughs> uh, Cats on the road tomorrow to Starkville, looking for a win against Mississippi State on the road for the first time since 2008. Which is crazy to think. You know, they don't play every year since they're in the West. Oh, no, they do. They do? Oh, yeah. They play every year Oh yeah, in the West? Because they give you one West opponent that is your rival They're your opponents. anchor. Oh, gotcha. And, okay. and Mississippi, State Mississippi State is, is, is it. Kentucky. Because it's right. literally well, been Kentucky wins at home, Mississippi State wins in Starkville. So it's the dueling Wills at QB. Uh, you got Will Rogers, who is a Mississippi State quarterback, and he can also sling it. Uh, Mississippi State, better than they were last year, but are they better than the Cats? They can't run the ball. I don't. Well, they run the air raid too, so it's not like that they know how to run the ball, anyways. Because Mike Leach is gonna is gonna throw the ball. He's gonna throw the. It's kind of like Hart County's gonna run, run, run. Mississippi State is gonna pass, pass, pass. Throw, I think throwers gonna throw. Is Mississippi State better than Kentucky? No. Okay. Does that mean anything with the cowbells? I, I don't know. I hate those cowbells. <laughs> You don't want you need, need more cowbell? Uh, no, but I do like the idea of the air horn, except that's never going to go just because they had to write a special exemption into the noise policy of the SEC to allow the cowbells. So mm-hmm. anyway, I think I think that the cowbells should be if they're going to let them use the cowbells at Starkville, they should then have to surrender seven points in every game. <laughs> like if you score a touchdown, you go back to zero and then we're square on the cowbells. 
I think Kentucky should just break out Vuvuzelas. Okay. Uh, that shouldn't. It would just be a real annoying sound. It would be a real loud sound. And well, then, if you get sixty thousand people blowing a vuvuzela, that'll 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 get loud real quick. Uh, so this headline first made me mad, and then I want to secretly love it. PETA is urging Major League Baseball to rename the bullpen the Arm Barn because bullpen is insensitive See? to cows. Uh, oh, good gravy! <laughs> if I, you know, when I read, I kind of did the same thing. I was like, arm bar, that's good. That's solid. The thing is, I want to love it, but I I refuse to love it because it's PETA. At least PETA's uh, (laughs) suggestion is like, I'm not against the suggestion. Yeah, but if Rob Manfred had come along, if he had just come out and they announced that we're going to change the name of bullpen to arm barn, but didn't tell me why, then I would be like, yes, I love it. And by the way, that's a very Ted Lasso move. Like, that's something Ted Lasso would choose to call it would be the arm barn. Well, you better believe it. When we get to baseball season this year, (laughs) and Jody Nutt, the baseball coach, makes a call to the bullpen, a call to the arm barn, I'm making it a call to the arm barn. I wonder how many cows they actually interview. Come here, sit down, cow. I need to ask you. Is this insensitive to you? we got to get to a break. We'll come back. More on the way here on In the Air. Did you know it takes 700 peanuts to make a pound of peanut butter? Oh, wow. Now, that's not, you know, because most peanuts have two nuts inside them. I'm going to think this is 700 shells, like whole peanuts. So there would be 1,400 small peanuts. Then that would turn into 2,800 peanut halves because, you know, they easily split into half. How many peanuts does it take to make a Reese cup? Um, 48. I don't know. I no. didn't know if you had that math, if you'd gone through and calculated that math. I'm waiting. I was, wait, I was doing that part after the show. I, was gonna I didn't know that if that was Monday. part of the, the candy calculus. Uh, it is not yet part of the candy calculus. Uh, that's in my 400 level candy calculus course oh, okay. that I'm going to be teaching. The candy I calculus we've been that. doing this week is 100 level. Okay. AB, so I guess I think just, that's what they call just it. Just be prepared. That's yes, that's exactly right. Um, New at the movie theater this weekend. Um, I have a list for you somewhere. It's not anything that jumped off the page at me. Well, last week was actually a decent week, I thought, wasn't it? Well, if if, All things if considered- you go by the standard, do you recognize people in the movies, mm-hmm. then yes. I, these days, I consider that a win if I recognize actors' names that are in them because now most of the people I know are old. And they don't, you know, they don't get the same movie roles. Uh, Antlers is an R-rated horror mystery set in an isolated Oregon town. See, I would have thought Antlers was a kid's movie. I can't think of anything that sounds greater than a movie about an isolated Oregon town. Who, anybody in this? Carrie Russell and Jesse Plemons. Oh, those two. Okay. I know Carrie Fisher. Carrie Washington. Last Night in Soho is an R-rated drama mystery starring Thomason McKenzie. So we can't even spell Thomason right. It's T-H-O-M-A-S-I-N. Oh, okay. Come on, people. Get it together. So no relation to the former mayor. Anya, T- no. Anya Taylor-Joy. So she's uh, from Queen's Gambit. Uh, okay. 
So I do know her. So okay. there's one person. Is she I know. The, the main character? Well, I guess so. She's listed as one of the two. Uh, yeah, she's in Queen's Gambit. I was asking. Uh, is, oh. is she the main character? Yes. Of Queen's? Okay. Yes. Okay. So I know yeah. she's there. Yeah. And uh, the French Dispatch is an R-rated drama comedy starring Benicio del Toro. Heard of him? Uh-huh. Adrian Brody. Heard of him? Okay. And uh, Tilda Swinton. Never heard of Tilda Swinton. I presume that might be a her. Tilda sounds like a, a female name. So you did say early on, like Carrie Russell? Carrie Russell, yes. Do I know Carrie Russell? You, yeah, you do. Who is it? Um, she was in Star Wars. Um, Carrie Russell? Isn't that Carrie, Carrie Fisher? No, Carrie Russell. K-E-R-R-I? Well, no. What I pulled up was K-E-R-I, oh, well, not that's two right. R's. I think that's right. I think it's a single R. Well, okay. what character does she play in Star Wars? Um. The 2021 nominations for the American Music Awards are out. The American Music Awards will air uh, in uh, later November. And Ariana Grande, BTS, Drake, Olivia, Rodrigo. Zori Bliss. Yeah. Taylor Swift and The Weeknd all are uh, nominated for Artist of the Year. Sorry, Sam. You didn't get a nomination. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it next year. Favorite trending song, won by Erica Banks. Never heard of her. Maniskin, never heard. Is Joyful coming? Is Joyful on the list? Or is that next year? That's going to be... Uh, this is not the Dove Awards, Sam. Oh, okay. It's the AMA Awards. Megan the Stallion. Um, <laughs> no, body. Megan. I've heard of Megan the Stallion. <laughs> Megan the Stallion and Dennis C. Cook. That's the that's the two... There's a new duet coming out by the two of them. <laughs> oh, that's that's um, the duet we all need to see. Right after... It's dropping the day after. It's dropping on Black Friday. That's what they say now. It's dropping. Mm-hmm. I don't know where it drops but, from. Have know. they filmed the music video? I hope not, because I really want to be on the <laughs> set for that. That would be, and then someone named Pop Pop Huna or Pop Huna with a song called Adderall Corvette Corvette sounds just okay. I know the, sounds riveting. I know the Corvette Corvette song. I mean, it's pr- who knows? It might even be the best Corvette song ever written. I doubt it. House of Gucci, Lady Gaga, and Adam Driver have a new teaser out for the movie that they'll be in called uh, House of Gucci. So they look odd to me. Adam Driver. I, I, I don't know anything about that. I've never heard of this until right now. If it's not Kylo Ren, I don't really, I don't really know much about Adam Driver. And uh, then also I saw a headline today. It kind of made me. Do you feel like Will Ferrell when he was an elf? That it took Will Ferrell to a different level as a we knew Will Ferrell from SNL and we knew he was, you know, he was funny. But when he was elf, didn't that just kind of solidify wasn't that a turning point for him, do you think? Like it his range yeah. expanded. Yeah. He says he admits that he was worried that Elf was going to be the end of his career. And it was just the beginning in he a lot said, of ways. He even revealed he distinctly remembers running around New York in his silly yellow tights thinking, boy, this could be the end when the when the movie was filming. And I think, no. I mean, what a classic. Right. I mean, there there's an entire generation you know, of kids that are Taylor's age or people that are Taylor's age. And Sam, your age. I mean, I'd watch Elf a hundred times the, before I'd watch Home Alone. I mean, see, that's what it's. It's your generation's home alone. And so 100%. I kind of got that. But, yeah, it didn't ruin his career by any stretch. we got to get to a break. We'll come back, finish it up for the week here on In the Know.
Fivora Dancefloor. MB's point to ponder for today. So, what do we have to call Facebook? It's still Facebook. It is? The company has changed its name, from what I understand. Is this like Alphabet owns Google, so Meta owns Facebook? Is that what this is? Yeah, I think it's kind of like uh, Heritage Media of Kentucky okay. kind of thing. All right, I got it. So but, can we, can we... but no, he says that it's completely changing our our experience, though, that we're inviting people into our meta our meta universe, our metaverse, where you can... You can invite people into your, into your virtual home. Oh, you mean like the ultimate and fake? So you get to create it like this. This is what I don't know. I don't. I, do we want to completely escape reality? Isn't I think some people already do? On I was going to say, isn't that part of our problem <laughs> currently? Is an unwillingness to accept reality? So are we further compounding our issues? I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I mean. Is Ron Artest mad? <laughs> I did see that. I think he spells his meta with two T's, though. Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. I think that's right. Um, yeah, no, I saw that, and it was just kind of one of those things this that I was is, like, eh. This is really a care. complete and total cable company move. It's you, just getting their name out there? You Well, no. It, this is the cable company move where you alienate all your customers you make them mad. You provide poor service. You get involved in controversy. They drag you in to testify before Congress, and then you say, um, "We're changing our name from Charter to Spectrum." <laughs> you know, like, oh, okay. Phone companies have done that as well. Like, we've run this thing in the ground. We're going to have to change the name so nobody knows it's still us. We're all going to have to go back to Google Plus. <laughs> Remember that. Yes, I do remember Google Plus. But you know what? Google Plus has sort of um Google Plus dropped the plus, but then they but they still can they still continue to integrate themselves into all the same areas of life that they were going to by saying Google Plus, they just called it Google. Mm-hmm. And that's really what Facebook did. Facebook just became this thing. They they've outgrown their name where they don't think it's it serves their future anymore, but is that because they, you know, burnt the clutch out of it and they've spun the tires and then handed it back and said, well, sorry, we wrecked your car. I don't know. Like I've always said, I'm more of a Twitter guy anyways. Uh, and then you must know, how long is ho- asking for many friends and self, how long is Halloween candy safe to eat? I Like until Easter. Well, she's right. Six to nine months, so long as it's packaged. Yeah. But I don't know if you'd want to chance it. I might want to go ahead and. Especially if it's a Reese cup. You can just bring all Reese cups here? No, I'm bringing the bag of Almond Joys. I'm bringing the bag of Almond Joys that I bought yesterday and laying them in here because I know that Sam won't touch them. You're right. I'm not a coconut fan. Well, and I don't care for coconut, but I will definitely. I like almonds. Like a Snickers almond? That's good. Miss Buckles, were you surprised at the candy selection that I chose? I really was. Were, well, you, were you happy not, about it? Not surprised about the choices, but I, I guess I did not expect for you to order because we had talked about said, it. Surprise! But then we what got What kind those... did you get? Or bag, are you not allowed to tell? Bag of Almond Joys, bag of Kitakates, 
and bag of Reese's Peanut Butter Cup snack-sized miniatures. And I will tell you, when it's time miniatures. for me... The little Yeah, no, cups. you got to get the big ones. No. Well, so when it was time for me to get my milk last night mm-hmm. around bedtime, yeah, I really considered opening, like opening a bag. Yeah, you wouldn't have. You wouldn't Do you have them in the freezer? Do what? You put your Reese's cup in the freezer? No thanks. I like to kick it old school, Sam. I, I like for it You're to melt. In, I like for it to melt in your pocket a little bit, the way God intended back in the seventies and eighties. Got to get that crunch when you bite into the Reese's no. cup. But on television tonight, Game Three of the World Series, supposedly, unless it gets rained out. Who you got, Sam? Bravos. Uh, Mother Nature. You get Mother Nature for the win. Mm-hmm. Scooby Doo, where are you now? Is on the CW tonight. Game Four of the World Series scheduled tomorrow. They won't do a doubleheader. Can you imagine if they had to do the way they were doing? Seven we're going to do two yeah. shortened. Yeah, a doubleheader, two seven inning games. No, that can't happen. I think they should just put a runner on second base to start every inning. <laughs> Coyote Creek Christmas. Is this, by the way, is this the last World Series? Are, are they using a DH? No, they're not. Are they? Uh, no. Yeah. So yes, it will be the last this World, is series, the last without World series without I bet they change it. No, you do. I remember Ken Hallett and I had an argument. He didn't think it was happening, and I told him, I said, go read about it. Celebrity, and he came back the next day and said, yeah, you're right. Celebrity Wheel of Fortune on ABC on Sunday night, and then Game 5 of the World Series is scheduled for Sunday night as well. So Atlanta, 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 if the weather holds up, is the way the schedule goes. And then they may have to go back to Houston for um, for Tuesday and Wednesday. Or it might end up being Wednesday and Thursday. Yeah, if the series lasts mm-hmm. that long. So, And then uh, Sarah Cook needs to know that tomorrow evening she gets to snuggle up next to her honey bunch and watch on the Hallmark Channel, Coyote Creek Christmas. Oh, good. An event planner discovers Christmas magic with a charming father-son duo while throwing a themed Christmas party at her family's inn. Mm. Okay. So do coyotes take over or something? Mm-hmm. That's on Sunday night. Oh, It's a Halloween special called When Coyotes Rule the World. Today's, <laughs> today's highlight in history, this date in 2018, a new uh, new generation Boeing jet operated by the Indonesian budget airline Lion Air crashed in the Java Sea minutes after takeoff from Jakarta. Sir Walter Raleigh was executed in London for treason this date in 1618. Senator John Glenn at age 77 roared back into space aboard the space shuttle this date in 1998. Superstorm Sandy slammed ashore in New Jersey this date in 2012. It's been that long. Yep. Paul Ryan was elected 54th Speaker of the U.S. House of Representatives in 2015. Birthdays today, Richard Dreyfuss is 74. Kate Jackson is 73. Another one of Charlie's Angels celebrating a birthday uh, today. Dan Castellaneta. I know that name. Simpsons? The voice of Homer Simpson is 64 today. Good job, Sam. Randy Jackson is 60 today. Not the dog. Randy Jackson, a member of the Jackson Five. And Winona Ryder is 50. See, isn't it interesting? We say Winona Judd, but we say Winona Ryder. I prefer Winona. She's a Kentuckian. Winona. Is she? Yeah. She's born here, wasn't she? Is Ashley? Do we still claim Ashley? Absolutely. Okay. She's a UK fan, Some too. Some of us don't. Well, she can, there are a lot of UK fans that aren't necessarily Kentuckians. On the Isle of Phil. 1957. Buddy Knox. Story, too, with her getting trapped in the... Breaking her leg in Africa. Yeah, wasn't that's it? That was a crazy story. Yeah, but it doesn't... No, Mama said, don't say it. <laughs> Hula Love. 
And he sang Hula, a Hawaiian hula Smiled on a Yuzing Gangazula Moonshine well, I know it was always the talk that if Kentucky was going to get game day this year, who would be their guest picker? And, you know, would she have been in there in the conversation? Steve's mm. on. Mm. You. Mm. My money's on me. <laughs> the Monkees, last train to Clarksville, number one in 1966. I'd like to, I'd like for them to re-record this song and the last train to Clarkson. Me too. I was so thinking that It would that be so in my much head. better if it was oh, yeah. the last train to Clarkson. Yeah. Honey Fest mention in there. It was the last train to Clarkson, and we saw our Bonnie Henderson. And the thing. Wouldn't that be? I think that'd be a good way to do it. I it's love a good it. way to do it. Got to get a Red Hawk mention in there, and too, we right? Outrun Buck Meredith. And <laughs> oh. I think it's a better version of the song. John Denver, Calypso, number one in 1975. Maybe you can get Buck to sing back up for that song. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I, know. He'd have to audition. I think you know somebody that could convince him, though. I know a bunch of people that could convince him. What <laughs> is habit to break. What, five years old, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's probably the most convincing. 1984, Chicago was number one. Then I do anything for love in '93. Meatloaf. Oh. Sorry, running late. Moment like this, Kelly Clarkson in '02. Adele, someone like you in 2011, and Gabby Barrett. I hope was number one a year ago today. So, MB's pearl of wisdom for today: Halloween is not only about putting on a costume; it's about finding the imagination and costume within ourselves. That's MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here on Monday for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Beej, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.